Skinwalker Ranch, 512 acres of pure paranormal pandemonium. Passing between three different owners in recent years, the Utah property has produced hundreds of documented sightings of UAP and mysterious or wholly unexplainable phenomena. In 2016, the ranch came into the hands of Utah real estate magnate, Brandon Fugel. Fugel, a self-admitted skeptic, purchased the ranch after reading about the amount of high strangeness that had occurred there in the book, Hunt for the Skinwalker, written by Dr. Kome Keller. After acquiring the property, Fugel assembled a team of investigators and scientists to try and uncover the secrets of the mysterious property. The ranch was put under 24-7 video surveillance and monitored constantly for electromagnetic phenomena. Fugel slowly became a believer as the evidence gathered by this team mounted and seemingly raised the probability that something beyond the scope of traditional science was occurring within the Uintah Basin. This case file, the theorists wake the dragon upon their return for an update on the unearthly vortex of unexplained that is Skinwalker Ranch. Welcome to Alien Theory. It's such a bad Whoa. echo, I couldn't even talk. What was that? <laughs> Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing. Case file 221, the return to Skinwalker Ranch. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm severely disappointed that you didn't introduce yourself as stupid, sexy Braden. Yeah. Like big time. Well, you went to all that work to put on your sexy Julian shirt. You got your fucking rum and coke. Lift up, yeah, left hand up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, that thing can't leave your hand for the entire fucking podcast. <laughs> I think I've done this bit before. Have you? <laughs> yeah, I think it's classic. It's a classic. It's a, I, did, I remember the one time you guys said this, the last time you guys were like, oh, you, you got a rum and coke, you look like Julian right now, you should get a black shirt. And then you were like, you should shave a goatee real quick. And remember I ran <laughs> shave goatee. I was just going to say you don't <laughs> have the, go the goatee. So we got your manscaped um, razor beside I'm you there. Just do it real quick. I'm impressed hey, the fucking not, shirt still fits. That's good. That was a while ago then. Listen, it's a mid-drift. He <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just ripped off the bottom, just cut yeah. away. Just like <laughs> uh, This is, of course, the Ron Pond fan pick of the month. Uh, every month we give our $10 tier and higher on Patreon the opportunity to choose uh, the episode we do this each month. And this month they choose uh, a little review of the old Skinwalker Ranch. Now, briefly before we go into it, if you like the show, if you followed us through 221 episodes and you like what I do, <laughs> <laughs> and these guys as well, jump on patreon.com slash alien theorists or uh, we have supercast now. The easiest way to get to this stuff is aliantheorists.com. Support the show. Support what we do. Uh, support this show. And in return, we'll give you access to a whole shitload of bonus stuff. Unbelievable amount of bonus material. Um Sports conspirators, ATT confidentials, nerds, Japan, Drew, anime, live streams, tons of stuff for you. Um, you know, for as little as $5 a month, a cup of coffee. Easy. Anyways, let's get into it. Skinwalker Ranch. It was something we talked about early on in the show. I think it was a case file 77. We did a little. We, Listen, 
we you, dove down the the myths of Skinwalker Ranch, the the big dark direwolf, the weird sh- cattle shoved into a direwolf. What? Oh, you don't remember? Yeah, the, the invincible fucking, wolf. The invincible yeah. wolf. Is this place in fucking Westeros or what? Fucking Magnum. It's fucking Skinwalker Ranch in Westeros. Like we talk about direwolves for this is ridiculous. Remember in in Sherman there, he's. I wasn't. I wasn't on that one. I think there's not. Maybe that was before. This is is is, is 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 what the time. This is the time that's Andrew. We said we'd be a cold day in hell before Andrew joined the show full time. Yeah, it's tough. (laughs) Really, it's on that exact one. (laughs) Probably. So this is ATTBA. It's like Dan said before Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't remember this. I'm, oh, I'm shocked. I gen- when we started learning about this, and we you gave me the topic, I started looking into it. I was genuinely shocked that this was about like a fucking, you know, uh, like a, a werewolf walking upright, as opposed to like a group of like rogue Jedi is called the fucking Skinwalkers nudists that started a little <laughs> ranch and had like a fucking, you know, had a good time. What do you call it? A communion or whatever. A but, commune, yeah. yeah. Commune. commune, yeah. Right, like that's what I thought it was going to be about. I was like I was excited, but. I mean, I guess. No. I mean, now now you put that out there, someone's going to start one just like that. Uh, hey, let me know. I'm available. But, but yeah, in that old case file, we talked about the myths, the wolf, the cows being shoved into the trailer when it didn't make sense. Uh, the <laughs> blue lights, the disappearing, the blue lights, the disappearing footprints, and all the rest. Andrew laughs at the cattle one because it was pretty funny. The the cows get shoved in, locked. And they're like bundled in like a rat's nest of cattle inside a cow trailer somehow. No one knows how they got in there. But yeah, so Case File 77, that was our first take. Yeah, it was three and a half years at least. The story of his dogs getting lured out by the blue lights and then seemingly turned to goo haunts me to this day. Oh, yeah, the one where they got flattened or whatever, right? Well, originally, like I, you know, I, if you've been watching the series, they talk about getting flattened. But if you like, I remember in the readings and the first time we did it, long before uh, the Curse of Skinwalker Ranch TV show, uh, everything I read said that they would went and they're like, uh, Sherman went out to go f- look, see where the dogs were the next day. And where he saw the lights come down, there was just two piles of goo and the dogs were never seen from again. It's awful. Yeah. There's, some, pills. there's some wild yeah. stuff. Terrifying. Uh, yeah, we definitely talked about the connections that Skinwalker Ranch had to Robert Bigelow, who now is a male pretty gigolo. much house. Yeah, is a male gigolo. And he's also a uh, uh, aeronautics uh, kind of magnate. Uh, it, I don't know what you want to call him. Entrepreneur. 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 Yeah, like um, a polarizing figure in the UFO world. Yeah, he's a he's well known in the paranormal world for like he he's funded a lot of projects that have you know big names attached to him and the thing like he's had uh, was it John Mack, um, uh, John Mack the UFO guy and then he had another one with a couple other people uh, I mean Stephen Greer I think maybe um, but he has always kind of been like a big backer of people who are kind of looking into the paranormal so he gravitated towards Skinwalker Ranch after the the Sherman family who we talked about had their experiences or described their experiences. Those became public knowledge. And um, he snatched up the Skinwalker Ranch. He parked his uh, his National Institute for Discovery Science, NIDS, NIDS, there for a period of a time. And they got a federal government grant to study something there. Um, wasn't that for part a couple of, like of the, years. Wasn't that like, like black budget money too? Like didn't even know that came out later? 
I yeah, I think it was part of like a couple other grants or whatever. They kind of just like put the money, just kind of buried them. Not, yeah, it, but, it, it's it's really funny when people kind of say it's like, oh, it was the federal government. It's like it wasn't the federal government. It was the federal government's money, but it's also like they probably gave it to Bigelow and been like, he said, hey, I'm going to study strange phenomenon or UFO phenomenon. They're like. Yeah, okay, here's some money. He knew because sure. he was friends with Harry Reid. Harry so, Reid. Yeah, the but they're senator. not just going to give out money willy nilly like that. There right, had you to be. Know, you don't know the US know. government. Right? That's kind of who you're you not know. familiar with US government. Wait, really? Funding. You don't yeah, think dude. he would have had to present something like somewhat compelling for them to be like, all right, man, here's some <laughs> yeah, fucking money? Yeah, Giorgio go in there, alien. If you already have money, it's easy to get more money from the government. Just yeah. put it that way. Isn't the, isn't the American government, aren't they like, aren't we like $10 trillion just like in debt now? Hey Amen. You got to spend money to make money. Like, right, getting a government grant, like, if you already have money, and especially if you know people in government, like, you have connections, like, it's easier to get kind of grants kind of pushed through, whatever. You're that, in the, you're in the inner party. Point. You're in the inner party of the government. <laughs> it makes it easier. If you've got money before from them, it's easier to get it again. But right, there was so, enough, there was enough, like, weird things, comings and goings in this area to warrant, you know, research into what was happening here. Yeah, um, the, the NIDS got their stuff on there. And for, like to this day, it seems really most of their findings are still either classified or haven't been released. Uh, we haven't really seen anything that they kind of put out there, but the people that they have come out to talk about what they saw there, they saw some pretty weird shit, apparently. Um, uh, we left our, where we left our last episode on Skinwalker Ranch um, was in 2016, Mm. Bigelow sold Skin Rocker Ranch. So he took his stakes out and he said, okay, I'm going to sell it. He sold it for $4.5 million to an LLC Two? called Adamantium oh, Holdings. What? Yeah. Adamantium Holdings. Shell Holy Company. Shit. Yeah. Shell Company yeah. based out of Delaware, um, which... AKA Weapon X Enterprises. Yes. Now, now yeah. the th- what's Kidnapping the thing? hairy Canadians and fucking <laughs> making yeah, their ju- bones metal. Ju- juicing mm. them up. Now, what's the thing with Delaware, Dan? It has like just like no state tax or something, or what's the big deal? Uh, about- yes, that is a thing. But also, Delaware, apparently, uh, Delaware, as far as I know, there is some shady stuff about Delaware because of the <laughs> way like their shell, like the way that you can like do companies like out of Delaware. It, there's a lot of uh, shady business that goes down in Delaware in terms of like um, shell companies and like like Absolutely. that's the best place to do it because it has kind of like the loosest or something like that. I don't it, but I am aware. It's the of first it. thing I think about when talk about Delaware. I'm yeah, not fucking full of shady business. Shady <laughs> people. You would think that. Business. Yeah, it's like Delaware, and then it's like, but it's actually one of the places that a lot of like money laundering kind of goes yeah. down. They're like, why the in fuck? Like, in totally unrelated news. Uh, I just wanted to announce that we're moving Big Theory to Delaware. I was just going to say, why didn't we incorporate in Delaware? What were we thinking? <laughs> Let's, I'm surprised you didn't. Like, you know how all the movies are talking about, yeah, got to transfer to my Swiss bank account. What about your Delaware bank accounts, boys? Yeah. Listen, yeah. Get you don't even fucking accounts. talk about your Delaware bank accounts. No. All right? <laughs> all right? But fuck the Swiss bank accounts. No one even it's knows all about it's those it. Delaware bank accounts, Why do you just send them envelopes of money? They bury it for you in Delaware. Yeah. And coffee like, cans. Hey, you, you let us know what you want. Delaware. Yeah, we'll fucking USPS it back to you. <laughs> yeah, fucking perfect. Uh, so Adamantium Holdings was an, kind of an anonymous shell company um, that bought the ranch. And then they filed, apparently they filed a US trademark application um, for Skinwalker Ranch on February 15th of 2017, which is public record. And then it was approved on April 14th of 2020 to... 
mark the places applicable to providing recreation facilities, entertainment services, namely creation, development, production, and distribution of multimedia content, internet content, motion pictures, and television shows. So, again, okay, entertainment companies with Adamantium Holdings is then. Or that, that's what they were kind of putting it under as. So they, they were going to use guys, Skinwalker yeah. Ranch as this, like, this is what they were going to use it for. So they're not cattle ranchers is what you're saying. Well, yeah. it's not It's not exactly what, I mean, it's still for, I mean, if you find cattle ranching as a type of entertainment, maybe, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> Yellowstone fucking sucks, so no. No, you I know what? Now, after Yellowstone, though, people are going to get into roping and ranching oh, and wrangling. Brutal. <laughs> Uh, so in March 2020, no, you had real estate magnate <laughs> Brandon Fugel, uh, a what? Utah re- uh, of McLovin? Utah. McLovin no. bought this shit? Fogel? Yeah, McLovin? Hmm. And guy? then announced that he okay. was the owner of the ranch. So See, he, now, did he buy it from Adamantium Holdings or was he the owner? Or is he Adamantium Holdings? That shell company. So I'm not not exactly like, clear, like going through it, like whether I tried he would, to look how his connect, yeah, how what his connection to Adamantium Holdings wasn't entirely clear, whether he bought it from them or um, no, which I'm, he might have, like Adamantium Holdings might have been some other. No, I'm pretty sure in the show like, we're gonna get to the show in a bit, but in the show he he they do say like he was Adamantium. He was Adamantium Holdings. Yeah. So the only way to know for sure is to see if he goes through metal detectors. <laughs> I feel like throw him in a lake, see if he sings. See if he sings, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and the so- thing with Skinwalker Ranch is like, those of you who have followed our show for a long time know we've sat in a TV pitch meeting. That's yes. right. Us, three of us idiots. You guys weren't really there though. You guys were like no, floating around there. the they fucking getting, ceiling. Like, Dan and Zell were Different dimension. I was balancing in a rope chair. It was a fucking yeah. terrible experience. But <laughs> the one thing that was always pitched to us is like, whatever we come up with is an idea for a show. We need enough episodes. We got to be able to do like 300 episodes. Like no problem. And then like when you look at two, two, like 2020, you think like fucking ancient aliens is just huge. And you talk about like we're going to have a show where we're looking at one of the most like mysterious places in the United States for paranormal. It goes like all these legends and, you know, there's these dangling ropes. A Bigelow owned it. They were doing this, you know, black ops money sciences. I'm like – Fuck, but you, we missed. We should have pitched this in that meeting. We should be like, hey, listen, smoke weed. Like, if anyone ever buys Skinwalker Ranch, like, we could go and do research. What about <laughs> Mapimi or whatever? Let's go there. Let's well, do this, it. At well, this time, Mexico. At this time, yeah. the Skinwalker Ranch was would have been bought. Mm-hmm. 20, 2016 was the was the purchase. Yeah, yeah. That if so we, we just gotta find the fucking if Canadian only if only we knew ranch. if we knew. Go see if we can buy the spook hole. Yeah. Hey, oh, dude. Yes. <laughs> Sound like um, the place to buy. So yeah, Fugel came into ownership of the ranch, and so the now he is dedicated to, you know, he stated in interviews that he is dedicated to unraveling the secret of Skinwalker Ranch, which is the title of the investigative series on History Channel, which has two seasons, and uh, we were privileged enough to watch. And and bring to you the most up to date investigative information about Skinwalker Ranch to this and, day. And first off, Travis Taylor is a fucking beauty. Love that him. is a cool guy. Uh, we met, him, met, him we met Alien Travis Con. Taylor. Absolute fucking beauty. Yeah, he's very he's very uh, personable guy. Uh, Travis Taylor, if you don't know, he is on uh, he's our Ancient Aliens regular. Um, uh, he's the he's the good old boy 
Um, yeah. He's got that that country twang in his voice. It's very. He's got that, you know, that southern charm. But he's also he's also an astrophysicist. He's got a bunch of degrees. He's like a rocket uh, rocket engineer as well. Um, so he's like they brought him on. Uh, so he's this. not just an ex bodybuilder. He's got like stuff to back up his credentials. <laughs> yes, is that what you're saying? I mean, okay. he has degrees. Yes. So okay, and he's not also a fucking wallet thief. Right. I mean, he's he, you know he, his always claim to fame. He's like, yo, I I put fucking shit on the moon. I've I've launched rockets. So that's his that's his whole thing. And you know, so um, he he was on there uh, doing studies and research on Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, they they brought him on on the show to to kind of give us a give us a real look and bring in somebody who was uh, familiar with experimental design things like that and you know to be the real skeptic on the show and and give us a real but he's also since he's been on ancient aliens like he's kind of a guy to be like he's got an open mind um to be like it, maybe something's going on there if it, if it's there I want to figure out what it is like a true scientist so yeah you know. at the start of the show he actually says like the very first episode he's like you know, 99% of the stuff out there that people try and tell me is bullshit. Like, I don't really believe that you guys have anything here, but like, I'm willing to come investigate and go through the science and see what we find. And that's like how the show starts, like the first episode. Uh, and so the, the research Depends on team, how long you guys want to sign me to this fucking TV deal, but we'll go from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the research team is comprised of Travis Taylor. Uh, you've got him. Uh, you've got Eric Bard, who's their principal investigator. And that guy is great because he's got this freaking... Uh, he, he runs the command center or he has ran the command center put that in air quotes. It is a pretty rad setup they have going. Uh, they, when they, uh, they... For the last like three, like last two or three years, um, I think even before Travis Taylor got there, they'd been measuring like different types of, you know, uh, like a broad spectrum uh, radio frequency analysis. Like he's got this whole big setup and just a bunch of monitors all set up cameras. Like they said, they, they really, they really like set up um, Skinwalker Ranch is a good place to observe phenomenon. If it was going to happen, they set up everything. They have ca- like they yeah. had what like twenty cameras all over the covering all the angles around the uh, around the ranch. They've had um, he's got his own <laughs> he had his own little thing called what was it fucking uh, god damn it uh, Satan. The Sentinel Assignment Telemetry <laughs> and Notification System, Dope. which he called Satan. Dope. But the funny nice. thing is, it's like, that's a cool, yeah, a super dope name for this, 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 I, it was like a multi, it was like a multi-wave analyzer, gamma rays, x-rays, whatever. It like did all of this stuff that he could kind of, I guess he could like, he could monitor through the cameras. Like he could monitor different, um, uh, like EM spectrums through the cameras or something like that. And he called it Satan. Nobody said anything. Nobody mentioned like, Hey, that's a fucking cool name. And yeah, then that's fucking metal. It just, you never hear about it ever again. <laughs> He's probably he probably worked on that so hard too. He's like, I'm gonna, I know, get, I'm gonna get a up, good coming up with that fucking name. Like I'm gonna Satan. get a good reaction from when I when I tell these guys this. Like Satan, when, like, and, yep, cool, all right. When from my understanding of like the Skinwalker Ranches, there's like there's some people from like Nids and stuff that have like crossed over and are helping in the background that have just kind of always kind of been a part of studying the ranch and stuff going on in this area. Well, yeah, the original investigation there was actually classified in the end. So the main stuff never was released to the new owners, but I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure there is some crossover of, of something going on there. But the original like Bigelow stuff, like funded by the government in the show, they actually say like, yeah, that was classified. We never actually got the full like scientific results of their studies there. But so, I mean, that makes you, that 
that adds to the mystique of the show though. Like, oh, they've already, the government's been here. You know, defense department's been here. They've done this research and it's classified now. Therefore, they must, there must be something here. Uh, they also brought in, at least in the first season, I didn't see him in the second season. We went through and watched most of the episodes and it's like Dr. Dr. Jim Zagala, who they just label as scientist. scientist. <laughs> he has a PhD in something. They, they show a clip of him at a hospital in a lab coat. They could have stole the lab coat. I don't if know. If we do a, a show, he had a clipboard in a lab coat. Like how is there anything fighting? Like, would it be bad if I just said, like, if it says like Braden, amateur scientist? If you put amateur, you can say what, anything. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> like Every episode, put, I'll be amateur put, something else. Uh, okay, if you get to do that, then I want to be a master tracker. Yeah, you, you could also master do that. Tracker. No, no, no amateur. Because those fucking guys are just master trackers. I got nothing to... No, master trackers are a real thing. Like, you yeah. Could be yeah, master those guys claim... You could be an amateur master tracker, which no. would be fine. Nothing, and then you nothing amateur no about it. Listen, we all know you don't it's even go real. in the woods. Yeah, absolutely. Quit pretending that you can track anything. I can track, dude. I can track my kid around, my dog. I fuck got them. I know my your, house. Your in the kid back leaves of my like hands. a trail of destruction yeah. around your yeah, house. Exactly. Like, it's just like that's not master tracking. That's it. I listen to the ground and I know exactly where he is. <laughs> master tracker. Uh, then they had Tom Winterton, who has a he had a pretty interesting backstory about him. He, he's the ranch superintendent on the uh, on on the ground. So oh, he's shit. been familiar with the ranch. Like he does a lot of like uh, maintenance on the ranch and things like that. He's the park and supervisor. <laughs> he's the, yeah, he's Leahy. Uh, yeah. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> this show could have been so much better. But instead, of, instead of comical crippling alcoholism, he has a fucking head injury. <laughs> that he got how? Hey, listen, that's a serious thing. People with so, head injuries mimic being drunk. That's pretty common. So uh, Tom, Tom Winterton apparently had an experience on the ranch, like a mis what they kind of labeled as something that's like, um, they attribute it to, to this kind of overarching ranch behavior. So they, the, like Fugel, um, other people who have worked on the ranch are kind of saying that the ranch still has this kind of, it's got like a mind of its own, uh, it's oh, a, a current, like phenomenon occurrences happen on the, the ranch, ranch is alive. I mean, that's what that's what Fugel yeah. feels like. That is his his overall mm. sentiment about the ranch. Like it is in the very in the very first season, he tells them specifically, like, I don't want to disturb anything here. I don't want to bring out anything that could possibly put anybody in harm's way. But I want to figure out what's going on. Um, but Tom Winterton ex apparently experienced this stuff firsthand because he said that he was out there, you know, doing ranch superintendent stuff. I think he was excavating a hole or he was doing something. And then he said he kind of went home for the day and then he got like, he got like a strange feeling like before he left um, of being watched or being observed or something. I thought and he then was he said told. When he got home. Something like, told him to told go him home. to go home. Right. He heard a voice saying it's time to go home. That's right. That's right. He did say like he felt somebody telling him to go home. He went home. Uh, and then apparently next thing he knows, like he's going to the ER because he has some kind of strange injury on the back of his head. Like there's, he he tells us that the, he reports that like the doctors considered it some kind, to, they said it's some kind of medical mystery and impossibility that he has this weird injury on the back of his head, like some type of swelling. Yeah, nobody uh, explains on. what it is, which drives me fucking nuts. So he's got some <laughs> swelling in his occipital lobe. Like what's going on? Is it? Well, it looks like from the x-ray pictures that they had, it's some type hematoma. Of like, like what's, do we I, have yeah, these x-ray pictures? That's what it kind of looked like a hematoma. Like it looked like bleeding underneath the skin and like pushing up against the back of the skull or something. That's what the x-rays look like. I mean, that kind of shit can happen though. Like people are born with AVMs and stuff like that. Like a, like a, 
a malformation of your fucking vasculature in your brain. And like, that's anyways, sorry. So, uh, he said that that, that experience left him with a kind of, with lasting effects after the, after the fact, like he's saying he still has kind of, uh, uh like still has like problems or, or lasting neurological damage of some type, like, like does minor, he have deficits, like any weak, like weakness and shit like that? Is he, uh, not, it doesn't maybe, go too into detail about his lingering symptoms. I mean, if, yeah, if you going through the series there, there's some stuff that could either, be those results of the damage that he had suffered earlier to his head, or it could be, you know, Skinwalker Ranch reaching out with its paranormal power. That's the thing, because, yeah, I mean, the whole, like, thing about the show is, like, Skinwalker Ranch has high strangest. It almost seems alive. There's, you know, it seems like there's apparitions, ghosts, UFOs, UAPs, weird. It's a mixed bag. Mixed, it's got everything. It's That's got wild. everything. So, it, part... It's a goltergeist. <laughs> What was, what was the other one they had? Didn't we come up with something earlier? Hogo Pogos. Hogo Pogos. Hogo Pogos. But so yeah. this is like a massive like flap area then, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And now and now in the show it makes it seem like they actually say because he like heard the voice and they almost seem like they insinuate that it was like a directed like he got hit with like some type of energy. <laughs> That's right. What, I think Zagala says that like Dr. Jim Zagala says like this is something that you could possibly see if there was some sort of directed beam of radiation aimed at the back of his skull. What yep. what happens if it was helping him though? Like maybe that's like he's sitting in the middle of in, during his work day and there's something telling him like you need to go home because your intracranial pressure is fucking through the roof and you're coning and you're about to be a fucking you know what I mean a Vegetable. Think about the case file we just talked about with Deborah, right? Who Deborah, who's like she heard those voices of like, like time to leave. She she got hit with that beam of light or whatever, and she doesn't remember anything, right? So maybe like let's say Skinwalker Ranch is like a mixed bag of things. Like I do believe that something happened to Deborah that time in the in the back in the in the in the pool shed or whatever. The pump house. Um, pump house. That's right. Pump house. Uh, maybe something similar here happened where this person, you know, he's he gets hit with a beam of whatever kind of energy, right? Uh, these light beings or, you know, the shining ones, you know, tell him like, hey, it's time to go home. And they just get him out of there, right? Like, and you may- think maybe it's a side effect of whatever they used on him by accident? Maybe, but maybe they're protecting him because like, it sounds like there's a lot of different kind of entities in Skinwalker Ranch and stuff. And like, you hear the, you know, stories of the dark ones and people experience like evil like bad energies, like just in certain areas of the ranch. So it's like, you know, we don't know exactly what happened to him, but maybe it wasn't necessarily bad, but it, it's had some effects, lasting effects on him. Well, it's interesting, right? Cause he's out at work. You're in the, how big is this ranch? It's like huge. It, it's fucking huge, right? Yeah. yeah. So you got to think wherever he's going, whether it's his house or whatever, he's most likely going to be closer to a hospital or he's going to be around help. He's out in this excavator by himself. And and to be honest, so, there's no reason to lie because workers comp isn't going to believe that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that> shit, right? <laughs> I don't think they got, com- I don't think they got compo at fucking Skinwalker <laughs> Ranch. Or yeah. fucking, but it's interesting though, right? Like, or maybe there's some type of like, heightened self-awareness right like intuition like there's something wrong with me like i need to get the fuck out of here maybe you yeah, know like could, who's, could who's to say that that's not him speaking like telling him like his body being like you need to get the fuck out of here as a spider sense. His spidey sense yeah it's his skidwalker sense oh skidwalker yeah <laughs> yeah skidwalker uh, skidwalker that was the one <laughs> uh Uh, One of the people who is intimately familiar with the risks that are posed by skinwalker ranch is the head of security bryant 
Dragon. I wish I had a fucking epic metal riff for that. This must be tough for Braden to swallow. Because listen, obviously listen, there, there can only there stop, can only be stop. one dragon. There stop. can only be one, and stop. you obviously lost. Stop. Why? Listen, I late. don't want to talk about this because Dan's like, why is he called dragon? I said, I know why. It's a curse. It's a curse that gets passed on. And like I I fear I literally fear telling the story. Because you at one point in time, you dragon. dubbed yourself. You called listen, yourself. Listen. Melissa. Melissa, man. man. Listen. Melissa. Up. That's how everyone who has the nickname Dragon gets it. It's the curse of being called Dragon. And it happens to... I've known two other Dragons who I've talked to and I've said, just out of curiosity, Dragon, how'd you get the nickname? And the story is always the same. The story goes like this. I had a fucking idiot friend who gave himself a cool nickname. It's either like Grambo or like fucking fucking T-Dog or something. And you go, the person goes, oh, we're just giving ourselves nicknames, are we? Well, in that case, I'm Dragon. And then everyone there goes, okay. And then from that point on, calls you Dragon forever. Yeah, it took I me did, like I was five there. years. Yeah, it took you me that, five you years that yourself. to get over that. You watched Game of Thrones and you watched Viserys have his freak out and deem himself the fucking dragon. And then when you found out Grambo gave himself a nickname, you stole it. No, I didn't <laughs> yes. steal the nickname. You did. You no. did. You stole uh, it. Grambo gave himself a nickname in a way cooler way is that he painted it on his fucking goalie mask. Yeah. Grambo under the, the chin. It's a curse. And I everybody you, thought it was cool. And then when you dubbed yourself Dragon, we're like, yeah. Okay, okay Dragon. Dragon. Yeah. And All that's right. how everyone gets their nickname Dragon. I guarantee <laughs> you if we call up Bryant Arnold and you go, hey, how'd you get the nickname Dragon? He's going to groan. He's going to go, ugh. Start off as a joke. I said, well, if you're we're picking nicknames, just call me Dragon. Because that's how every... Dude, there's... Uh, <laughs> I've been called dragon. It's from making a joke. <laughs> the two other dragons that I've met who's like, people call him dragon. I'm like, that's fucking weird. I'm going to keep quiet about this because I don't want anyone yeah, calling me dragon. Why and would you even bring this up on a fucking podcast where we have, I don't know how many different listeners. You're, you're going to go from fucking Brendan to, to Craig, Craig to now dragon. No, no. I've sur- Absolutely. I've, the, cur- the curse has been lifted. No, it doesn't it's coming matter. back. It doesn't you're, matter. No, because no, that's, are- that's not how the curse of dragon works. Uh, we'll see. Right? It's not how it works. Wait till you see our Facebook page fucking 20 minutes after this case fall ends. Dragon. <laughs> Bitch. Well, That's all it's going to be. Listen, you want to get blocked? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's why like Dan was asking why is he called dragon and I'm like I know we I'm I it's not confirmed but I guarantee you if we if we could get him on the show that's the story he's gonna tell yeah as Brayden says it is 100% through the two seasons of the show they never explain why Bryant's nickname they put it on his credit and in front of him they say Bryant quotation marks dragon Arnold and people refer to him on occasion as dragon like they call him on the walkie talkie. Hey dragon. Like, I mean, there's worse nicknames. Yeah. And then, and then there's a uh, dragon's right hand man, Caleb, who's a uh, man. When they show up, God damn it. When they show up, like the first time they get, they get Travis Taylor out there. Oh, are they the Corey and Trevor of this show? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, they look awesome. like universal soldiers. The first time they show up, they full they show up in full tack gear. They've got yep. like they've got like flak vests on, uh, like a big old like M sixteen. Like Caleb's like carrying his fucking fucking bouncing at the zoo. And you're like, what do you possibly need those guns on that on that range? I'm just like, 
I'm trying to think of like wildlife that you would you would possibly well, didn't need they, guns. Those. When they were looking at the hieroglyphs or whatever, didn't they? Weren't they in a cougar's den? I not. I don't Wasn't think the cougar's so. den. Like, yeah, I listened to an interview. It's like, they were talking about it. They they were in there and they, like somebody asked. Somebody asked uh, that question to Taylor, being like, "Why are you guys always packing heat?" Oh, then like, like, just oh, for an okay. example, we were in a fucking cougar's den. Or how about this example? There's a story about a fucking invincible werewolf on the fucking ranch. This is true. <laughs> That's enough. Right, but if you're using, but if that that fucking werewolf took a a forty five to the head, or you know, took a fucking hey, how do you silver, know they're not silver, silver bullets, bullets, bud? <laughs> All there right, you go. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, got it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you've got you got all this kind of you've got this great crew uh, working out on the ranch, and they they gathered a number of interesting findings while they were and, doing the entire thing. And, and I want to so. say, that, yes, they're making a TV show. They're making a TV show. We've all, lots of us have seen the show. They're still doing scientific experiments, right? There's still stuff happening on the ranch that's happening to them while they're filming. So it, it's, it's not just, it's, it's not just like, Hey, we're filming a TV show. Let's make this weird shit happen. Weird shit is still happening there. As far as researching the paranormal, this is the pinnacle, you know, it's, it's been ha- happened before. Then th- these people bought it and they're doing it again. Usually when people study paranormal, they don't got the big dollars of history channel behind them. So they are doing, they have good equipment. They got a lot of stuff. And it's, it makes they it fun to watch. the best Samsung Galaxy tablets money can buy. Walt Disney owns the History Channel. So you yep. got Walt Disney money. You got big money. Yeah. Yeah. It's impressive that they let the rabbi on then. <laughs> oh. Whoa. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it's a very, the show kind of goes into the, the the strange phenomenon that's going on in the ranch. Um, you have these things that can't possibly be explained, but it, it in the like very first, like second, maybe like, no, in the first episode, there's stuff that can't really be explained. And, you know, Travis Taylor is playing the part of skeptic and being like, you know, there's stuff that like we need to measure and we need to do this stuff. And Dragon interjects with like, he knows crap goes down on Skinwalker Ranch, especially when they start digging. So, I mean, from just from uh, Tom's Winterton's experience, like digging, that is something like it's like the the ranch doesn't want them to dig. And that's that's kind of one of the taboos. That's one of the kind of restrictions that Fugel puts on them in the very beginning about not digging. Well, digging up trouble. I mean, from some of the the lore and stuff, I guess it's um, way back in the day, there was two indigenous uh, tribes in the area and one tribe, I guess, worked with the settlers and were actually capturing and selling other indigenous people as slaves. Um, So like during the conflict, the Navajo, as they were retreating the land, cursed the land. They were like, fuck it. Like, you want us out? No one gets it. Cursed the land. So part of the thought process is, is that digging it disturbs those spirits. Like it's lifting up those those old, uh, deep ingrained, like, malevolent spirits um, yeah. to come to come back up to the surface. And so they have this um with the with the array of uh equipment that they bring to bear on Skimwalker Ranch, they get a lot of stuff. Like they have a there was a couple of a really interesting videos they had of like kind of IR footage of this one place that they called the it's the Skinwalker Ridge, which is this mm-hmm. long ridge that they became kind of fixated on in like the first season. 
about like, uh, there's a really IR footage of like, there's a light that seems to like kind of backlight, backlight the whole entire ridge itself. There's an interesting, uh, video that they had of like just a pillar of light from behind that, that ridge just kind of shooting straight up into the air. Wait, Dan, um, on that ridge was the, is the ridge like illuminated in like IR or what's like, or what do they say? It's like illuminating the ridge. Like it's an, I'm pretty sure it's an IR video. Like they have like two IR videos and there's one with the beam of light. They're, they're aimed at the ridge and in IR it shows like the whole ridge is glowing. Right, like the own. gray fuzzy, like the gray fuzzy IR. Like it's right. Like, yeah. And like, yeah. And so it's like high contrast, whatever. And then like you can see, you can see like a pulsating light behind, like lighting the, lighting up the ridge from behind it in the, in the background. And then you have like this pillar of light that like they took a picture of, and, you know, and Travis Taylor, you know, asking simple questions. He's like, is there a car, is there like a used car lot on the other side that's just shooting up a spotlight? They're like, no, we're like miles <laughs> away from anywhere. We're middle, in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Middle of nowhere for sure. Right. So uh, it's got like, it is, uh, it's got like a weird, this whole place possesses like weird frequencies that are, seem seem to be radiating from the like the land itself. Well, I mean, the reports of like people's just like you know phones just the batteries just charges gone, cars not <laughs> wanting to start, right? Like it's weird. Yeah, dude, I was reading something with fucking McLovin, uh, Brandon Fogel. Fogel. He was saying that they brought some like foreign diplomat and some you know a tour onto Skinwalker Ranch after he bought it. And while they're there, their phones are going wonky. And then suddenly there was just like this mass uh, disorientation and confusion. Some people are nauseated and then they were like expressing vertigo-like symptoms. And that's what made me think like when you say that frequency, I'm wondering if it's some type of like sound frequency. Oh, right, because that's oh, well, because that's what would sound. elicit that's that's what would elicit those vestibular disturbances, right? Which would make give you like, it would elicit like a vertigo-like symptom. Dude, or... This, this reminded me. Remember, at like the U. the Cuban embassy when people are getting those like headache Havana syndrome. That's like the yeah. That's kind of like something similar like that, like a energy. What's it? No, is that something that radiation, right? like a high level of radiation, might do too? Do you think? Because absolutely, just, like disorientation, dizziness, nausea. Those are all symptoms of radiation. Just because I'm saying that, like in the show, Travis Taylor opens up what I thought was a septic tank, and he's like, "Oh, this is smelly." And as they step away, his uh, um, what's it? A dose meter, dose, dose meter, meter yeah. Uh, is yeah. pinging off that he just got a high level of radiation to the point where the next day he has to go to his doctor because he has red spots and gets confirmed that it was radiation burns. So it's like there are areas in this ranch that are seemingly irradiated with high levels of radiation. So if these diplomats and stuff are walking through and they just walk through one of these like weird radiation areas. Like maybe Why, they're though? just like, while the they're fuck? sitting there, it's just irradiated, and they're just sitting in this high level of irradiation. Why? How? Like, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna sound like a dummy here, but why would there a like? Where does radiation like that just naturally occur? In in a ranch like this, like I don't understand. Maybe there's some disturbed uranium beneath the soil, dude. Maybe there okay, was like maybe. an ancient Chernobyl. <laughs> Underneath the soil, right? Oh, like an advanced alien civilization using some type of fucking radiation, maybe. Right, and there's some like, because like, what's the what's the shelf life on Chernobyl? Like, how long are those irradiated rods going to be sitting there, fucking irradiating yeah. the whole know. earth? Thousands of years. I mean, yeah, they 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 definitely a thousand put, years. What? They put forth the idea first about like the we're going to be eating fucking radioactive Fukushima sushi for that long. Like, it's going to be that fucking. Well, that yeah. one. Well, that one's not completely melted down. So maybe they'll be able to fix Fukushima in the future. But okay, I've been I've been off sashimi since. And it's <laughs> hard for me. 
so they do bring in the uh, the idea that perhaps some of the the phenomenon can be explained, some of it, not all of it, but uh, can be explained by the nuclear fallout from nucle- from the uh, nuclear tests during the you know early what, late thirties, early like forties, because that the nuclear test grounds are just like south southwest of them, and then the w- prevailing winds would have carried the fallout over. Skinwalker Ranch, like Dude, easily. Oh. That, was whole, that whole surrounding area would be irradiated then, wouldn't it? Like, why would there be certain spots that would be more irradiated than others? Like, and it's it's weird too, there. because it's, it's, it's some of these spots seem like, it's not like, like um, Homestead 2 you can go to and that's a spot where they know there's like, you know, the irradiated well and, and stuff and there's some superconductors in the ground. They're not sure what it is. But other areas, it's not like you can go be like, hey, um, at this point, uh, our compasses are going to go walkie and all our batteries are going to drain. Like, it's like that sometimes happens and their compasses all go wonky and batteries drain. And then sometimes they go to the same spot and it doesn't. And that kind of really, that like roving mysterious area really reminded me of that like, uh, the Mexico silent zone, the Mapimi zone, uh, because of that same thing. I shut the fuck up. I shut feel fuck. like it's been brought up since we talked about it. Like you've talked about it once a case file since we did. What the ties into this? I ties into everything apparently. What else have I tied it into? The last case file you talked about it. Yeah, you talk about chupacabra. You got a big old heart on for the. Well, chupacabra is in Mexico, and we're talking about well, some weird evolution, uh, evolutionary listen, beast. And in the Mapimi zone, there is stuff that's this, found this nowhere is else. Your new thin, this is your new thin veil, pal. Yeah, the Mapimi, the silent zone. But I'm saying this is very similar. Like this, this area. Maybe these two things have something in common. Whatever's going on there, answers we find out at Skinwalker Ranch might work for the silent zone, and vice versa. So one of the, yeah, one of the consistent, kind of one of the more consistent occurrences that happen is when um, Caleb, right hand to dragon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Corey and Trevor, you mean? Corey and Trevor. Um, Corey and Trevor. Yeah. He's, he's got an iPhone and every time they kind of go near some places, like weird stuff starts happening, his phone starts going nuts. This dude had this phone for the entire time. Like this phone is like going nuts. Like you can see it. Like they pulls it out of his pocket. He's like, hey, my phone's going nuts. Like it's like, it's pressing all the numbers. It's it's trying to dial like 911. It's doing all this. It's just punching random numbers. It's 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 getting past my passcode, you know, three number passcode, whatever. And like going through theirs. And um, but like he has it in the second season. Like the, the seasons happen a year apart. Three so number passcode? Like, Did you say three number passcode? What fucking what iPhone guy? is that? Beep, beep, boop. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Android shit for sure. But it's also, I want to be like, Caleb, dude, like get a new phone, man. Skinwalker Ranch is trying to hack your phone. Like you should probably get a new fucking phone. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the same phone. He probably fucking dropped his phone in the toilet one time while he's playing fucking Scrabble. It's taking a dump. Yep. Put it in the fucking rice. It didn't work completely and now it's going crazy. It's not even like a new iPhone. Like the screen was cracked. Like it was like, yeah, I was like, dude, like you might want to just get a new phone, but. Well, the guy's getting fucking paid in smokes, Dan. All right, Corey and Trevor don't make a lot of money. It's back of smokes. Back of smokes. That's like widely reported though in Skinwalker Ranch. It's not like just Trevor saying that. It's it's oh, like it's coming Corey from too. tons of people. Uh, yeah, Corey, Corey's <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh my where god! Look at this guy. Made where, it funny. Where are we? 
Oh, that makes uh, me so happy. But it, you know, it, that's widely <laughs> reported that of these issues with like batteries and phones acting up. Like um, in one of the episodes, a whole bunch of them have their cell phone compass maps off and where North should be, it's pointing east or, or wherever. They're way off. And so they go get regular compasses because they think that it's something to do with the cell phones and the regular compasses are off too. So it's like, it, were all the is, phones synced up? Like, were they all going to the wrong direction or were they, they, they were, all fucked? They were all fucked. Just all, all fucking. All, I think everybody was doing a different thing. They were kind of pointing in the wrong direction, but all just a little skewed from what, like. All the compasses were, were jiggity janked, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, all mm. Fucked. And then yeah. the real <laughs> compasses were, all, were also jiggity janked? At one point, yes. yes. So there is some type of magnetic anomaly in this area. Yeah. Hmm. Emitting some Seems type of sound way. frequency as well that it was giving everybody vertigo, making them sick. Uh, w- one of the other methods that they use to kind of uh, keep an eye on the, or at least like kind of measure the, the the paranormal phenomenon that was going on here is they brought on a like a herd of cattle. Like they brought actual cattle there. Um, I think from a nearby other ranches. Like they brought them in to kind of. I guess they bring cattle in usually to kind of graze the land, like keep it kind of looking nice and you know, which is yes. a, it's accepted lawnmowers, right? And um, so they had this this herd of cattle kind of roaming around the ground, and unfortunately for one of those things, uh, for one of the cattle at least, one of the cows, uh, it ended up uh, dying suddenly. Uh, as a result of it, as they would have it, like they had a picture, they had a picture of a, um, of a, uh, I just heard a weird sound. Oh, yeah, fuck. You're getting paid. Dude, I'm like, activated. Getting activated. You said it? too much. What's it called? Hitchhiker, hitchhiker, uh, oh, phenomenon. You want to talk about the hitchhiker phenomenon? Yeah. Yeah. It's attached uh, to Dan now. <laughs> well, that's a funny thing. That's a ranch. Thing. People never went there. A lot of people who have been to Skinwalker Ranch. You know, they'll, a lot of these researchers, this isn't reported on the show. You can read articles about it. They'll go home and they'll get these weird occurrences at their house. So some of the scientists that work on Skinwalker Ranch will set up apparatuses at their house and they'll pick up anomalies at the same time they're picking up anomalies at Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, like, Taylor actually has a few incidents themselves where he says, like, in an interview with uh, Geek Dan, he says, it just happened to me. My brand new car... It shuts off suddenly. All the lights are blinking on and off and crazy, which we've seen happen at the ranch. And something was going on at the same time at the ranch. I had an event, actually, that'll be in this season. I won't talk too much about it. Spoilers. So, so the events from people who have visited the ranch to their home are now quant- now have quantum entangled particles. So if something happens at the ranch, instantaneously, home. it's happening off ranch. I mean, okay, wait, there's some more stuff we got to get to. There's a little bit, obviously, some UFO stuff, some paranormal, more paranormal stuff for the ranch. But before then, we're going to grab a quick beer. Oh, we're getting wild. We'll be She's getting crazy. right back. We're back. We're back. Um, so I was thinking on the, like, this is one of the things that was kind of like popping into my brain uh, when I was sipping this delicious fireball. Mm. Maybe it's because we, we've always Tonight's talked- show sponsored by Fireball. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, we always talk about these kind of places of power, you know, and worship with Chichen Itza and Egypt and ley lines, you know, um, ley lines and stuff like that. Zone. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
So what I was thinking about what kind of popped in my brain is that like, you know, we've, we've, we talk about the conscious thought and a lot and like, you know, if you believe in something, you can give it power, like with your conscious thought. So like you have these areas like Chichen Itza and stuff where people used to gather and they all had the same belief system and they would prayer, pray at these, you know, the pyramids or Chichen Itza and stuff. And maybe the Skinwalker Ranch is a place of power like that. But the thing is with it is that there's not like people are going there and they're believing all these things. Like there's ghosts on here. There's UFOs. These things are happening. So they're kind of like this place is like a place of like conscious power, but it's, it's everything. Cause people are coming in here literally and it's chalked with like all sorts of so people coming maybe in. You're, maybe you're just more in tune here. Like you're saying, like it's giving you power. You're more in tune to everything that's going on where you're otherwise blind. Mm. Just like that dude who realized, hey, it's time to go home. I have to go home because I have a fucking brain tumor or whatever. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's like, like it unlocks like some sort of conscious power, gate or like something. Awakening. Yeah. Um, so according, according to the show, one of the, uh, you know, according to the investigative team, one of the most focus spots on the uh, on the ranch is a what they label the triangle <laughs> cuz Craig, mean, Craig's yeah. triangle yeah false falls right well right in the dragon's triangle sorry dragon's triangle actually sounds better <laughs> that, so we, i mean there already is a dragon's triangle so oh yeah go back to craig's yeah craig's triangle um which encompasses most of north and south america <laughs> It roves. It roves. Sorry, yes, it roves. Just like the Mapimi silence. Wait, listen, we got to backtrack then. We're not going to talk on the cattle? We're just going to glaze over that? Oh, we talking? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. We were mentioning the cattle. We're just going to fucking glaze right over that? Yeah. So one of the cattle suffered a... uh, Suffered... There was a cattle casualty on uh, while filming the show. Like an actual (laughs) cattle... uh, cow died uh while they were filming the show suddenly uh didn't you know they weren't aware of any health problems with any of it before but it seemingly died suddenly uh while they were filming and they had to bring in an actual vet and have a necropsy done and they were saying that this cattle had it seemed to have it's, died like apparently this was a forensic vet yeah a forensic well, vet like, yeah, like they brought in some. Shit. They brought in some help for what? sure. Yeah, yeah. A, like Ace Ventura kind of shit. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, dude. Uh, no, like CSI, <laughs> like a CSI vet, I suppose. Won't be fooled again. <laughs> they got the fucking tape out. Fucking oh, SPCA, yeah. do not cross. Absolutely, that dude ripped open that cow like super fast. He was like, I. It was kind of, it was kind of neat it, or funny that he's like, he's, hey, can you go get, get me some some branch loppers or tree loppers? You know, just like the pruning shear kind of things. And he's just like snaps open that rib cage. It's just like click, 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 and he's got his he's got his fucking slops on, got his fucking like arm length gloves on, and he's just getting in there, like you know. So I mean, you know, he, he, he you know, his pro. assessment, his professional assessment was that this. This cow may have died like a sudden onset of uh, stress-induced pneumonia. Yeah, but see, that's what's super confusing me because pneumonia, no matter what, is not a sudden onset. That's not that's not a thing. Like pneumonia is not an acute illness for people. Maybe not for cows too. Yeah, unless it happens suddenly. No, it doesn't though. Like I, I'll tell you, it doesn't. So like I, I did all. That's where the bulk of my research went into. Was this. maybe not natural. I was like, this doesn't make maybe sense. not naturally suddenly. Yeah. 
there's nothing natural about Skinwalker Ranch. Well, I agree. And I agree with that, right? So, like, so there is, they've done massive studies and basically, like, I, do you want the technical terms or do you want, do you want to go layman's here? What do you want? Explain it to me like I'm five. Yeah, I want to feel dumb. No, no, give me the yeah. big words. No, hey, listen, that's like living every day like me, boys. I get it. I understand. So, basically, what's happening is, is these stress reactions that they're having is causing an increase in cortisol. So what they, they did this test in, in, in cows that they've recently moved, weaned, moved. Or re, <laughs> reintroduced into new populations, basically. So these are the cows that have been used in the test. And what it's proving is the fact that these cows, the, the test subjects that have been in, introduced into some type of a stressful atmosphere, they have a rise in their cortisol le levels, right? So a stress hormone, which is impeding their natural immunity and their leukocytes or whatever to be able to fight off infections and illnesses. Also so makes them taste worse, right? Well, yeah, that's what stress-induced pneumonia is. And pneumonia is an incredibly common disease within fucking bovines because basically bovines have, so size-wise basically, so... Cows are large animals, but they have relatively small lungs for their size, right? So they have very small lung capacity, so they're way more prone to respiratory-borne um, illnesses. So, so they're way more prone to viral pneumonia, which can progress into bacterial and then obviously death. Toast. So like, there's no way that you're going to have like an acute onset of fucking pneumonia and just drop dead like that. So this guy, this, this cow has obviously just been missed. Because it sounds like these aren't professional ranchers. Like, hey, you know what? We got to cut some grass. Why don't we get some fucking cows? Or well, I mean, they, they got them from know. a different ranch. They got them from an well, actual exactly, cow but they don't know. Like, they didn't know to look. Hey, you know what? This cow looks a little bit skinny. Well, yeah, that, and that it looks a little sick. bit depressed, and it's not interacting with the other cows. <laughs> Maybe it's sick. Maybe this we should put this cow sad. on antibiotics. <laughs> that listen, Dan, hey, fuck you, Dan. That's how you recognize if they have pneumonia. It's called DART: depressed anorexic respiratory changes in temperature. And that makes them look sad. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I could. They're see depressed. It. They don't. They don't mingle with the other cows. That is one of the fucking symptoms to look for. Loner cow. That's the. That's L the D in dart, Dan. Listen for a second. Listen to the differences. Moo. Regular cow. Regular cow. Right. Cow. Sad cow. And he's like a little side with you know he's got like a side part with the dyed black yeah. hair and he's like Ready? Yeah. moo moo. moo. Okay. That's a depressed cow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, and That's obviously depressed. the shorter moo because he's the lungs are filled with water. Whatever right. cows are, hey, listen, whatever cows are listening to my chemical romance, those ones are depressed. Those are the ones that have pneumonia. I got, I got steal, I'm stealing a joke from the chat. The cow has a uh, sad cow disease. Uh, <laughs> why are people funnier than us? I don't know. Yes. Next time, don't say you it, stole it good. from the chat. No one listening knows that. That's okay. I I don't like to be honest. I don't like to pull Braden and to steal him from the chat and not tell anybody. Oh, Braden is ruthless. <laughs> steal from the chat. He steals it from us. He'll steal it from the fucking like the, the well, beginning thirty minutes Braden where we talk. Hey, if it's in the notes, it's fair game. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, All right, I, I want to send this cow real quick because yeah, Andrew, one hundred percent agree. The pneumonia has got to progress over time, unless so. In the show, when they talk about this cow, they notice that it is directly underneath a UFO. So in this picture... That's the UFO that's above it. Hey? Yeah, so the cow, oh, is wow. the, the cow is below this tree, pretty much. At some point. At some point. During the day. And then, I mean, if it's that cow, and they maybe. It is Dan. It 100% sure, is the cow. Right, right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. is. And yeah. then... They, the reason they think it's a UFO is because in this they're recording this and then the next frame 
they deduce that the distance traveled from there. Oh, fuck. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. Come on. So there's, so there's the tree on the right. If you're watching the live stream, there's a big tree. That's where it was originally in the next frame. It's over what seems to be like a thousand feet they deduce in the show. They're, so they're saying it's moving that thousand feet a second. Oh, so like a bird's not moving that fast. No. Because it kind of looks like a bird there. But it kind of does. No way. They, bird's they even talked about a bird. They even talked about it being a bird. Hear me out. Yeah. I don't think no, it's a that, space. Not that one. Not that one. Bra that's no, Braden's got the floor. So let's go. Maybe it's, not a, it. maybe it's not a spacecraft or something. This is something that I was thinking of too. But maybe this is like even like a wandering gateway or a wandering portal. Oh, shit. That gives you pneumonia. Right? That's just... It, it's whatever thing. it's doing, I'm not saying that it gives it pneumonia. I am. It just. It I just, am. No, listen. <laughs> Sorry, I was being a dick. It's the gloom hey. portal. Okay. Hey, wait, 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 wait. What if? What Instead if? Instead of this rainbows, fucking, it's just depression. Yeah. What if this craft is specifically out here looking for fucking like studying pneumonia? Maybe that's why it's over it. Maybe it knew this cow had pneumonia, and that's why it's or studying. It's sick. That seems way more likely to me than this like. Or sudden onset pneumonia and dead within minutes. Like that doesn't happen. Or it blasted down an, a pneumonia beam, gave it to it mm -hmm. instantly to kill it quickly. Yeah. It's got yeah. no pneumonia cannon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this place. This, hey, we've weaponized pneumonia. That's next That's level. Next That's next level horrible. shit right there. Directed yeah. And back to a hey, bacterial pneumonia. So much worse. Directed so bacterial pneumonia. Bacterial oh. pneumonia. Okay, well, maybe it's a bacteria beam I'm just that saying, gives you pneumonia. Like that makes it. sense. If this area is somewhere where these weird things happen and there's these sites of lights or something, do we know when that was shot that the cow was alive? Because I'm just I'm just thinking here. Yeah, the maybe cow was alive when at it that did shot. That oh, okay, because yeah. so I was gonna you know maybe theorize that like maybe this was something that when the cow, you know, its little cow spirit went up into this little portal. And it just showed up, and we're just catching its spirit. Oh, so it's and its it, soul. Yeah, it is one hundred percent. So Shang, it's like Shang Tsung fucking yeah. up there, just stealing. It is one hundred percent a product of something paranormal because they bring in another expert, Linda Moulton Howe. Moulton Howe. <laughs> Linda Moulton Howe. I, li I listen to this reporter extraordinaire. To I listen to this lady. Give her opinion on cattle mutilations. And I listened I, to this lady the other day. She sounds exactly like Dr. Melfi from The Sopranos. Exactly. You know what's always bugged me about Linda Moulton Howe is that we saw her waiting in line at AlienCon the first time we went. <laughs> and she was a presenter. Really? She, she was, she waiting, was in waiting in line. She was in the line talking with people. She was waiting in line. What's wrong with and that? And people were like, are you Linda Moulton Maybe Howe? Maybe she's just mingling. We walked in. Yeah, I, I just thought it was really I like they brought her in as an expert, but when like when she got there and they asked her about cattle mutilation, she's like, Oh, I don't really know. Like, I'm not a vet. And it's like, holy shit. So why the fuck do we bring you on here? Well, I, I imagine you bring her on because she's like, you know, she's reported she's on the subject by history channels. So. And she but to be honest though, she's probably heard more cases and more people because she's someone who's reported on it. I bet she's heard a lot of people call her and be like, this has happened on my rent. Like, so she's heard a lot of the stories. So maybe just even having her on to like make connections, like, hey, this has happened here. And she goes, I've heard I've heard of these things. Like these, this is lining up to a lot of things that I hear. These are the same details. Like maybe she's an expert in the sense of like finding the a pattern. Right? She's an expert in sounding professional. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. <laughs> I mean, she's I mean, they they bring out everybody for for from the ancient aliens crew on this uh, on this ex expedition, this investigative uh, 
<laughs> this whole thing. Um, and they got Travis Taylor there. They get Linda Moulton Howe out there. Um, they had uh, everybody's favorite uh, ancient aliens rabbi. Uh, uh, was it Zadok? Yeah. Ariel Zadok, Rabbi Ariel Zadok. He comes out there. Um, we were talking about... Um, so the investigation at, at a certain point kind of takes a turn and they believe that this, whatever's going on on the ranch is be, beyond traditional science at this point. Uh, it is something out there. I mean, Dragon makes the remark <laughs> about, you know, something strange is going on here. You don't, it, it takes something besides a PhD. He has like a little, you know, he gets a, he has an outburst about, not having a PhD and not being consulted on some of these uh, investigations. Um, but it, yeah. it, something's going on here in the spiritual spectrum as opposed to the EMF. He got pretty spectrum. upset on a, I was listening to this panel interview and like on the final thoughts, they're like, what do you think? What do you think? And the guy skipped them and he's like, whoa, 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 okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cool. They I guess skipped the dragon? Guess nobody gives a fuck what the dragon has to say. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? You always That's ask the, the dragon, dragon. You get the fire, son. <laughs> uh, they bring out Ariel Zadok, and so this was, this part was kind of interesting. They brought him out there to uh, what Braden mentioned before. There is a uh, interesting site there, uh, which is referred to as Homestead Two, uh, which is a pretty much like a small abandoned building, and there's the the kind of like the the abandoned cistern there that uh, Travis Taylor took a dose of radiation. So they kind of they they they. They kind of narrow down their thing. They kind of fixate on this this one this one area, seeing that this is a kind of a, a problematic area or something where uh, something's weird about it. So they bring out Ariel to come out and um, do a evening prayer. Uh, you know, uh, he he talks about how perhaps um, you know it, since time immemorial, since re religion has been around, you know, from shamanic practices up until you know the recent ceremonies and, and things like this that um, perhaps it, it, there's some type of frequency uh, phenomenon going on uh, and and that's why that perhaps you could trigger something or induce something by chanting or you know the the the, the energy or the, the positive energy or whatever's kind of going on when you make a kind of uh, these kinds of religious Practices the that chance. kind of go on. Of, yeah, the, the frequency the frequencies chanted could probably have have an effect on at least I think at least your mental state. So yeah, putting yourself into an excited mental state and then perhaps kind of bringing something out because you know anything could happen at Skinwalker Ranch. It's interesting that you lean on a rabbi in this situation. Like, wouldn't you want to bring like some type of the, somebody, an expert from like the indigenous population there? Well, they, they did. They, they, they do. did bring did in they? some people. Okay. Yeah, All right. they did like, bring in a couple. sweat lodge or something cool. No, they well, throw they, tobacco no, no, no. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I mean, they dig fucking... at some point. Okay. Yeah. Just in case. All right. <laughs> uh, and then, what, didn't they have a guy come in and apologize or give an apology yeah. or something? Um, you know, and I would tend to believe, like, if we're if we're looking at this from, like, the spiritual side, like, I, I don't believe that, like, any modern religion is going to, you know, be able to answer what's going on in this place. Whereas I would lean towards some of the more indigenous legends that just says like this place is alive there's something here that's alive it's energy that, like absolutely an energy that is lives on the area and it doesn't like yeah. when nobody's uh, bringing a fucking scientologist humans in come and like encroach on this area and start doing stuff and um it, like it's it's this is its domain like what it is we don't have a word for it we can't perceive it 
but we can feel it. There's something there. There's something here. And, right. you know, I would more align myself with that theory than being like, you know, maybe it's one of our Western Christian <laughs> things. Absolutely. Going on, right? Dude, like, that, don't you find that though with everything? Like when you listen to these ancient indigenous fucking religions and just the their their the way they looked at everything like and then you know like everything's alive and everything's got a soul and a spirit as opposed to like fear it obey it bow down to it give it money every sunday yeah. or else you're going to fucking hell yeah the root of like, like the root of those other religions like the ones that have been erased because of the current religions always seemed much more peaceful. Like the, the, Absolutely. the text. At the same time, they'll respect, like respect what's here. Like, yeah. So I'm, yeah, don't fuck with that's shit. What I mean. why, why wreck it? It wasn't, you don't have to wreck it. Don't wreck yeah, it. It didn't seem like obey this or you shall burn in the fiery hell for eternity. Yeah. Respect earth. I don't care if you bang dudes or do whatever you want to do, do your thing, but just be nice to the world and the earth. Just, and don't have to give us money on Sundays. Don't take 10, 10% of my income. Yeah. yeah, and Ariel Zadok's uh, evening prayers seem to have some type of effect, at least on on the surrounding area, because uh, they actually they they took footage, they took FLIR, like infrared footage of the the space around um, the area around the, the building that consists of like Homestead Two, and they saw that there was a definite change, like a a, a drastic change in the temperatures that kind of happened on like it, it like the 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 homestead below it like the building became drastically colder than the surrounding area. Oh, interesting. What was he do, what was he trying to do? He's opening portals, wasn't he? Uh yeah, he talked about he did talk about portals. He mentioned it kind of about that cuz there is I mean there is mention in the more esoteric and the more uh like the more I guess like the uh Gnostic religions and the uh, and also like early Judaism teachings, there is like this. They're speaking of portals and life beyond like the the planet Earth and kind of all that stuff that kind of fits in there. So, um, well, I mean, that's so why they always got, it, so everything he, got cold and they drew that cool circle in the fucking air and then they're like Peter, oh. <laughs> Peter, is that you? Uh, oh. So. I mean, so that kind of showed something, or it seems to do, that, that there's something strange here that is affected by, at least like Zell said, maybe some type of excited mental state that happens, meditation or whatever that goes on, um, affects the atmosphere, directly affects the atmosphere around that area. Now, imagine you had like thousands of people, like, you know, either chanting in unison the same thing or the same belief, right? Putting wow. that kind of power to something, right? Wild, man. Because like people say that, that they see the wild. dark, the dark one, right? Like they see this like dark shaman that appears. What? Yeah, on the ranch. There's, on the there's, property. On the property. There's there's tales of this like dark one. It looks like an indigenous shaman, yeah, uh, like shadowy figure that appears. There's the skinwalker. Yeah. Oh, really? I mean, yeah. skinwalkers. Skinwalkers were always like they're not like exactly werewolves. They're more like evil shamans. That's what they're always kind of been. Like they've. Um, well, that's the lore, right? It's yeah. an evil shaman that's right. been cursed, and and it doesn't have to be a werewolf. It's whatever no, animal. It can be. Yeah, it can be different be. animals. It can be small. But it animal walks by like it's bipedal. Like it walks upright. That's right. just the difference. So right? I, I like I don't even think like where I'm not a hundred percent sure that like werewolf is part of it like a wolf-like being is is i don't know if the the two kind of well where is this is in utah of, right huh this is utah yeah this is utah so there's wolves from utah tons of wolves 
I'd have to check. <laughs> got it. Yeah, no, no Utah's got I'm, wolves. I mean, there's definitely dire yeah, wolves coyotes. that can take a, a magnum round yeah. to, the, to the head. Uh, according to the Sherman family. Oh, even a coyote owners. walking on two legs. <laughs> fuck, that would fuck you up a bit. That'd be terrifying. Uh, so, yeah, as it, there is that. So it's, it's just always that skinwalkers have always been like evil shamans. They've been on kind of the evil side of the, the spectrum uh, that, that they've always been considered that. So if, if Brayden's talking about this this dark one, it's it's going to be perhaps like a an evil type of shaman or something. It's terrifying. So it's like Jafar. Just walking yeah, around. He's a <laughs> wolf. So that's fucking terrifying, man. I mean, he's more like a sorcerer. Yeah, same thing. Shaman, sorcerer. No. Yeah, yeah. Kind it's of, on the no. same Kind lines. of the same. No. Come on. Kind of no. the same. No. same line. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. In the next, nope. in the next Diablo game, they're no. going to have a shaman instead of a sorcerer. And then you'll change your tune. Nope. Sorcerers, shamans. Two different classes. <laughs> You're in the D&D world here or what? I mean, any world. Sorcerers and shamans are different. Like their powers come from different sources. Shamans traditionally, usually their powers come from the earth, like natural sources, things like that. Sorcerers come from their power comes from their blood. So their bloodline. So sorcerers use spirits, whereas shamans work with spirits as allies. So they both work with spirits. I mean, it's pretty much same, same. Okay, well, we'll call them same, same, <laughs> same, same, but same, same, but different. They cast spells. Yeah. Everybody's a wizard. I, well, only <laughs> if you get a fucking owl showing up your door with a cool envelope. This is true. Well, and or unless you're a muggle. And they've like Travis Taylor and the gang have also found out like like super conductive material like on certain parts of the site. And they even uh, they did the one the one that I liked was they had uh, at the uh, the homestead too. They had a battery connected to the well, connected to a rod. I think it was fifty feet away. And the mm-hmm. idea was that you know. Um, they're going to run a current through the battery through the ground and basically through the meter, it should show barely any reading. And the reading was actually off the charts enough to power a flashlight. And when they started disconnecting it, it, it was even uh, setting off this guy's, like <laughs> his lightning alarm. Yeah, his lightning meter. Oh, his static, lightning meter. Yeah, static charge, yeah. yeah. Static charge. Uh. And, and they were like flabbergasted that the ground would hold so much like energy and be so conductive even and yeah and they even took that so they took that that small experiment and they pushed it even further where they invited on like a, a guy like a, a private um like a civilian uh, whatever they brought in a guy to uh who had access to tesla coils and they brought in a couple tesla coils being like we'll we'll put these tesla coils up and we'll be able to measure like any change and kind of the like it should be able if this does this then if we do it bigger we'll be able to measure some more stuff going on, you know, maybe even trigger some of the phenomenon that's kind of going on. And so they, they bring in the Tesla coils and they, they do the, they do this experiment where it's super cool. They've got a bunch of like fluorescent light tubes and they're kind of all standing around these Tesla coils, holding them up in the air and they're lighting up and they've got a couple of them like buried in the ground and, you know, they're lighting up and this is kind of some, this is, they see as proof that the ground is highly conductive uh, to like, at least like AC current and these things and things. And then for me, when I saw that, I was like, this is the stuff that Tesla, Nikola Tesla used to do. He used to have people come out to his Colorado thing. And this is the exact same thing that he used to do to, to sell AC current and being like, 
you know, you can pump, you can use the air, you can use the earth, you can use anything as a conductor of electricity, you know, and pump out enough energy and, you know, not, and have it light these lights and things like this. Now, so and we, we kind of touched on a pre-show when we were talking, but like, you know, I was kind of saying that like, maybe if this is an area where the ground is, say, more conductive for whatever reason, or maybe an ancient civilization did this. They did something to the ground and the earth to make it like this, and they just would power a city. But doing so, you know, maybe had some effects that they didn't intend, which was maybe perhaps like pulling asteroids and meteors into the zone. Like, well, and what happened to fucking didn't 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 uh, Taylor get some type of like radiation sickness? Him and the cameraman. Yeah, we talked about from the well. He got uh, he got sick. Yeah, but he, like there was more to it though. Like he got like a weird. Oh, he got a bone spur. Finger. He bone said spur. he got a bone spur in his finger that kind of propped up, and then he had to go get that excise. Interesting thing. He started to like, evolve. <laughs> well, that's a thing. Like he had a bunch of people with him too, right? And it was only him and the cameraman that got ended up getting sick. But there was a group of people there, which led him to believe that it was some type of directed gamma radiation, which. I immediately called bullshit on because everything tells me that if you get affected by gamma radiation, yep. you turn into a Hulk. No. You well, don't Travis get a fucking Taylor, Travis Taylor is a scientist. Yeah, like but Bruce he didn't Banner. turn into the Hulk. Not unless true. he got like a little green bump on his finger. I don't believe Not it. yet. He hasn't turned into the Hulk. <laughs> Not yet. Maybe it lies Nobody's dormant. made him angry. He never really got angry on the show. So we he's, don't all, really he's always cool and collected. Yeah. yeah he he is, is a pretty so chill guy. He got, he's I, a pretty laid back guy. I don't know. No way. He'd be angry at some point. When I examine him, when I just like look at him on the TV, I'm like, this guy smokes a lot of weed. He's probably never changed into the Hulk. <laughs> that's fair. That's, you know what? That's, you got to get they never, Banner needs some pot. That's what, that's that what I'm saying. Solve a lot of problems. To keep Banner as Banner, all you have to do is fucking give him edibles all day long. 10 milligrams every two hours. That's, that's how you keep the Hulk in check. Different, different kind of green giant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, okay, there's so far, there's 20 episodes of the show. We, we obviously can't talk about every cool thing. So let's, let's, let's choose one more cool event of the show. And then let's, uh, we'll go into the, there. Cause there is some over, overarching theories of the place that we got to touch on before the end of the case file. Uh, I think, the, I think the last real big one is the, the so Travis Taylor's main, um, his main area of expertise is rockets. So what the fuck do he's they need to fucking do? They yeah, he's a rocket man. They launch a fuckload of rockets Why not? The, towards the end of the second season. They launch a bunch of On rockets. On the show? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Not That's like I'm not saying awesome. like, Yeah, yeah. Not like I mean, these are like SDs, like but big SDs, like big SDs rockets. Like you get those rocket kits, like you can go buy them. Um, are we talking o October Sky Rockets or are we talking uh, like well, fucking... Yeah, a couple of them are pretty, pretty fucking, they're pretty impressive. Oh, they're, they're large rockets. Um, so in the first season, they kind of launched out one, was it two rockets they put up into the air? And what they did was they kind of essentially loaded up some apps on their phones to measure a bunch of things. But when they launched the rockets the first time, they actually sighted a UAP in the sky like when they did it the first time. And then when they did it a second time the, in the second season, same thing happened. And a UAP appear when, while they oh, were launching So they rockets. launched the rockets and that draws in the phenomenon. This thing, something that like appears. I didn't, I, you know, when they were, when they spotted it the second time, they said it was in the exact same place that it had appeared before. Something had popped up there 
and and then it was gone, like just for for a couple moments. It was it was that, there and then gone. That makes sense to me though, right? Because we do have evidence of them, you know, servicing around like nuclear sites and air force bases and stuff like that. So when they see that rocket, they're like. Ooh, are they doing this shit again? What's going on over here? Are, this, are we going to Hiroshima again? Like, we got to check this out. Are they going to blow this whole fucking planet up again, these idiots? Dude, these fucking or, apes. or they use it I mean, as, they like, launch wireless a rad charging ass or some shit. <laughs> they launch a rad-ass mm-hmm. rocket at night, and it's got, like, they put, like, glow sticks on it. Like, it looks like a, looks like a fucking eight-year-old's cool rocket. It's like what you would be like, yeah, I'm going to put some glow sticks on here, smack some strobe lights on it, fucking launch this thing. Yeah, it's, oh, man, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, um, but they, the, it didn't appear during the night. It seems that the the phenomenon actually occurred at the same time of day because if you go back and watch it, it's like it's about early evening or not early evening, but like like late afternoon. I'd say probably about like near sunset. They, it appeared skyrockets in flight, afternoon to light. Makes Ooh. sense. That's science. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that song's 100 percent about aliens. Yeah. About yeah. UAP, not about. Getting laid. Okay, that just reminded me. We got this one more quick one, real quick. So at the end of the second season, they're up in a helicopter, and they're trying to measure these frequencies. And it seems like something, like a f- some type of like em- frequency emitting object, seems to be like following just below the chopper the whole time. Right. They, their radar altimeter starts measuring something that is like it starts going off that there's that the it starts measuring something like the like it seems to indicate that the something is there is a surface below them at about 45 to 50 feet it kind of it kind of fluctuates between that like about like 44 or 50 feet um keeps kind of flipping in and out when they take a helicopter ride up there to kind of get some measurements um uh, they they go up there to do a couple spirals around the area that we mentioned before that seems to kind of have a high concentration of this this energy the paranormal energy the triangle and um it, it, yeah they get something on their they say like on the radar altimeter so it's like it's, it's it keeps saying this so much so that they have to like cut the experiment short because they were planning to go to like ten thousand feet or something and they got up to like eight thousand and the pilot who is uh. Brandon Fugel's brother uh, is like, yeah, we. Uh, I don't feel comfortable doing this. Like, we should probably land at this point. He's like, yeah, so. he's he had never experienced that type of like interference before, like that. Mm-hmm. So I just like that final thing. It goes to show you, like, the whole essence of the ranch is that there is like some type of energy that almost seems alive or like sentient. So like that in that one, it seems like whatever they go up, they're doing these experiments. The ranch follows them up. They make it seem like like whatever it is there is like following them up, and like it's tailing them. It's what they seem like, and they get, they get so scared that they're going to there might be a malfunction in the craft. They're like we're we gotta go down. We gotta land. So this one's it's, we're calling it. So it's pretty wild. Absolutely. So now there's a few. I mean, there's a few overarching theories of the place. We got to get into it because. This is the most, it is the most, we've said before, this asylum is the most haunted, blah, blah, blah. But this place is the most supernatural location that has been studied on Earth. Like the, yep. the most money spent at one location has to be. Probably like the most thoroughly investigated area of paranormal activity. 100%. So what could, like, what could it be? Like a lot of people always try and write it off like, Oh, it's, you know, it's a mass hysteria. You go there because of the stories and because of the stories, you witness all this stuff. 
Yeah, but something's still got to cause that yeah, mass. Hysteria, that's what I mean, right? Dude, yeah. you know what I think it is? I think these, this is these, whatever this energy is at this place, it wanders Earth. This energy, it pops up from here. Or there, it was in Egypt. It was in uh, Chichen Itza. It's in these spots. And when it's you have enough people, when you have enough people <laughs> feel this energy and they kind of give power to it, you can like you can make you can bring about like physical beings you can from why? this energy because there's like there's a certain amount of people that are aware of this so, energy or so why? Ma- like, if, like say if there's like so many say if you had a thousand people living here and you all do this power and you're like i you know i we we think this is our god this is our god it must be doing these things and you all start channeling that energy i believe that these people either have see a physical representation of their conscious thoughts in these places of power and i think but how many people are on this show? You got fucking McLovin and Corey. I'm and Trevor. saying there's not. There's not a, I'm saying there's not enough here. I'm, what I'm saying okay. is, is like back in the day, this is like, I think this is what happened in Egypt and all these places where you have these gods with the eagle okay. heads and these f- like crazy visions okay. of these of okay, these yeah. of, of these gods and things that visit these people. It's these collective conscious thoughts in these places of power, right? And eventually these the power wears out and then it just everything kind of falls apart because it's like well what's causing you know, the power first, they the who, earth who knows? the Polar earth shifts, itself well, maybe a rotating like maybe the 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 core of the earth shifts whatever and these places it shifts to a different place and then these people are left going like they've we've been forsaken Right, like it's gone. It's we don't have this power something anymore. Something physical there, though. Like this ground is irradiated for what reason? Like there's got to be something physical at this place. There has to be. So one theory is that there's an energy there that draws people, and the energy leaves, and the people leave. It goes to different spots. Is that what you're saying? Thinking? That's what I think. Yeah. And then these yeah. cultures die out that build these, you know, these structures to amplify it and stuff like Chichen Itza, the pyramids, so, temples. So you're saying. Skinwalk Ranch, they just never got to the point where they were building. No one ever found it. Like, no, like it's the where it is now. Like, it's there now. The Navajo. Yeah. The Navajo saw, like, the Navajo were nomadic, though, right? Yeah. I think so. I don't know. I shouldn't speak for that. Dan knows. On this theory, I don't know. I didn't, yeah, I haven't looked that far. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what they're on Brayden's theory of that this place has an energy to it. That was actually part of the show, is they go like all these weird different frequencies. What was the guy's name? I totally forgot. Blanked. But what, like Navajo one. Navajo were nomadic. Yeah, they were nomadic. I Googled the it Navajo were nomadic. I Googled it. Fun fact of the day. You're but, welcome. So here in, in the show, they this is the Skinwalker Ranch. Oh my God. Look at that fucking thing. So that they. Dude. Well, that's literally the fucking ectoplasm storage container facility from Ghostbusters busting open. That's what exactly what that about? looks like. That's me in the middle of the night opening my oven, looking at my Delicio pizza. <laughs> but that's what it looks like, though, man. That looks like all the ghosts and spirits escape in that shit. Well, yeah, that's what. So that's what we're looking at here on the live stream. We're watch. So there's a, it's like a rendered picture of like the plateau, like the whole ranch, and then they isolate the circuit certain frequency. And it seems to be emanating in a straight line right across where the ranch is. And they're saying that this is the reason that all this stuff happens here is that this is like an energy focal point. And this is the, actually one of the more scientific things they come up with. Like there is something, whether it's to do with the uh, makeup of the earth itself underneath, a certain amount of iron, or just its place in like, we, we call them ley lines, but there is like a power 
like a power distribution of like the ionosphere around the planet. That's just like, that's, that's a part of our defense mechanism as a planet. And they're saying that this is maybe just part of that. And this, this wow. is, it's like just there. And when they show them, they're like, holy fuck, like good work, man. Like, this Dude, is- when you see that picture, you'd be like, that would be wild, man. Like, look at that thing. I can't look away from it. So I, it's hard because I don't, they didn't really give the details of exactly what frequencies and exactly what they're looking at here. But they insinuate that there is like this grid that goes clean across the ranch and it's emanating this energy out. And that might be, might be the cause of a lot of the phenomenon. It's pretty wild. Yeah, that's super wild. Go, you got to tell people where they can find that picture other than being on Patreon. Uh, Grow up I, Patreon. I did not screenshot that from the episode. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely would never, would never do that. So go yeah. watch uh, Skin... <laughs> go watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty rad though. It's pretty rad. So that make, that leaves us to more theories of... It's obviously, it's got to be something that the ranch itself is on. Like something's happening. So what other... What could be? What else could be under the ranch? You know, maybe maybe it's like an ancient, like um, like a meteor site that's deposited like strange foreign materials. Oh, but you read my mind. It's weird though, because if it was the meteor, like when we talk about the radiation, like why would only two people suffer from the fucking side effects of that? Right? Because that would be uh-huh. a, that would be an like it would be a systemic issue. All of them would have some sort of you know issues with that, would they not? You would I think, think so. if there was like a a place, a spot that was that irradiated that prolonged exposure would make you sick. You would think. Absolutely. Like it, but that would make sense for just two people to be susceptible susceptible. Susceptible. To that yeah, susceptible. But, but we also talked about like these directed frequencies. So if, if it, it's actually ionizing radiation, yeah. if it's not some type of other type of like we talked before, it's not necessarily radiation like the emf spectrums like most of that stuff that they've kind of pulled up there's like zero like everything's kind of normal they kept they kept kind of harping on gamma rays for a while didn't really no get one anything. turned into the hulk it was always yeah nobody turned into the hulk there's like all all, weed. nothing's above like background uh the normal gamma radiation that you would usually get and but the thing is like when you had aerial zadok out there something obviously happened so what if it's just on some type of other spectrum like yeah different frequency now, we also said meteor impact. So all that is another scientific route they took in the show. Got another picture here. So Taylor goes through and he researches where all the found meteor impacts are around the globe that we could have found so far. And actually, there is one that he claims is right. The, the epicenter is somewhere deep underneath because it's millions of year, years old, but deep underneath Skinwalker Ranch is what he claims. So maybe that meteorite was some super, maybe it was radioactive or it had like some strange, because we talked about the compasses being affected. Yeah. Maybe there is like, like an old meteor that's been, you know, through just weathering of the planet, you can't actually see the crater. But if they did like a topographical look at it and there, it does seem to be a crater-esque valley. It's not like a, per- it doesn't look like a moon crater, but, you know, through erosion or, or whatever, they say like maybe. Well, maybe it would, the meteor was like pre-ice age. 
Well, yeah, they said, well, way, well before they said millions and millions of years. So yeah. the climate could have changed. It could have been a, a lake there, a flood, a river, could have, you know, lots of different things. But they think maybe that whatever, whatever meteor impacted there, the makeup of the meteorite itself is responsible for these weird frequencies emanating from the ranch. It's pretty wild. It's I mean, pretty fucking cool, That's man. pretty cool if that was the case. Absolutely. Now let's get a little, let's get a more, little, little wilder. Because they, we do talk, they did see UFOs there. Could it be aliens? Is that where we're getting into? Could it be aliens? Could be aliens. There's alien hotspots around the world. And maybe these ETs are drawn to these locations of these, this type of energy for whatever reason. Maybe they're powering their fucking ships or whatever. Well, I don't know. Even, it doesn't even need to be that though. Like, because remember when we talked about the fact that they were like tagging people and coming back to these people's, what happens if they just tag locations and just follow up with these locations and see how they progress throughout time? And then just their warp drives or whatever there is just affecting the earth and the land. Yeah. And maybe it's a byproduct of whatever travel or technology they have and scanning that maybe they don't even realize is affecting the earth. Absolutely. That's a good, I never thought about that. Or some type of interdimensional wormhole or something, <sighs> some type of gate like that. Stargate. Well, I'm just saying, like, so the term interdimensional has become mainstream. Like, popular shows have, you know, like Rick and Morty, different dimensions, the multiverse. But, like, that, that's all rooted in, like, sound, not sound, but, like, highly debated and highly studied science, like string theory, or, like, the whole, all dimensions are just on, like, vibrating strings, and we are just, wit like, we just witnessed the three dimensions of them, but really there's 10 or 11 different dimensions all operate on the same string, like a guitar string. And no matter where, yeah. where, wherever you pluck it, you get like a different vibration. So they say like, we just can't, because no matter how hard we've looked, we can't see another dimension. It just is not there. We have the three dimensions of space and then we have time. But they say like through string theory, trying to like merge, they've always hoped string theory is like the unified scientific theory between like what was it? Quantum physics and... Um, general relativity. Relativistic. Yeah. Physics. They thought like, the, so the strings vibrating were just like that. We just, well, we can't see the universe, but it's like the multiverse, but it's right there. So that like, maybe these points are just like the, like the sweet spot on the strings, so to speak. Wow. I, yeah. read that, I read that. I'm like, man, maybe that, <laughs> we've talked about it so many times now, interdimensional entities like ETs they're not coming from 18 billion light years across the galaxy. They've, they're stepping through these places of power. Yeah, like the wormholes, like Dan's talked about it before, that they're theoretically there if you oh. could like if you could power them up and you could use like you know they're all they're there, but if you could find one and you could put the right amount of energy in, like some straight sci-fi stuff. So yeah, I, I looking that up is like the the amount of energy not not in not, I'm not talking about like energy from this would be like the, the hypothetical negative energy. Like you, you essentially have to channel the energy through some type of exotic material that we don't know exists at this point. But a theoretical type of exotic matter, the the type of negative energy that you have, because uh, a wormhole functions on the idea that like maybe they do actually exist in nature. Like they happen 
they naturally occur. Like mathematically, they could there is room for them to actually exist in nature that they appear, but they hear they appear on such a minuscule, like like they appear on such a minuscule, like fractions of a fractions of a fractions of like a hydrogen electron, like an electron, like super small. And then it, the idea is like you would be able to shunt in like a, you'd be able to shove in a bunch of negative energy that, you know, it warps gravity, essentially repels gravity. So pushes it open. Um, but the amount of energy that, theoretically that you would need uh like a rough approximation is like uh the 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 amount of energy that our sun outputs uh well you guys guess how much how much do you think two two uh i like of the amount of times like how much sun? energy like energy output from our sun do you think would be required to start the wormhole or to capture it yeah to to open the wormhole to a use to the size of a grapefruit well, I mean, all I'm just going to go like all all the power of the sun in one second is enough to power the lifetime of humanity. So I'm going to say 10% of the sun's energy would be required to start the wormhole. Guessing. Okay. Guessing. 10%. Yeah, but but this, we've never made one. So this is all like, this is, but like the, we're basing this on if there's interdimensional technology, maybe it's more efficient than what we think with our knowledge of science. A hundred million years of fucking energy. You just fucking Googled it, didn't you? Yeah, you did. I was the smartest guy ever. It, like, Andrew, get, smart. Andrew gets a little bit tipsy and he's fucking tech savvy. Like, this is what we need to do before we fucking tell him to do <laughs> hey, any shit. <laughs> joke's on you, motherfuckers. I've always been tech savvy. It's easy to play the dummy. <laughs> well, you no one's played it well as well as Better you. Better than me. But yes, Google is correct. Uh, the, the kind of rough approximation is about like the amount of energy that our sun outputs in 100 million years is the, the amount of negative energy that you would need to produce a wormhole theoretically the size of a grapefruit. Yeah, but that's based on our theoretics. Like we don't know if what we're doing is the most efficient way. This is the way we understand it, but maybe there's a different way that we're, we're like, we're just overlooked. We're like, oh. Yeah. That yeah, sounds agree. like somebody being like, wow, fucking 100 million years. Yeah, no, 100 million years of energy. Infinity years. Who knows? Yeah, well, I would talk to the guy who came up with that number. Like, do you, that's an unfathomable amount of energy. <laughs> Under million of years house. of sun. What I was thinking is like getting into like the alien thing. Maybe these places of power are left by like a, a predecessor race of like these are these places are where you can contact us when you're ready and you figure it out. These places are where we can be contacted. It's interesting because it's like that. Like that goes back to what I was thinking, right? Like maybe this area of this this advanced race they got wiped out. They didn't survive. And then you look at people like Gobekli Tepe, those civilizations succeeded and survived because those megalithic structures were their strongholds. That was their bomb shelter. They survived. Now, you can't really find any evidence them, of them at Skinwalker Ranch because they didn't have any megalithic structures. And you think like about that. these megalithic structures pointed and lined up with stars and shit. And then you're like, well, maybe, like, maybe if this is that, what that's what this is, is these are areas where you could potentially you know, connect with these things that are light years away through whatever means that we don't quite fully understand yet, but that these areas are the places to do it. Wow. Cool, man. Yeah. That's fucking cool. That's damn, damn cool. Um, that's, that's the update on Skinwalker Ranch. That's where we're at. There's been two seasons of, you know, fairly, they're doing, they're doing work there. They're putting in their, they're putting in money. They're doing experiments. 
Hey man, my father-in-law loves that show. They're He's not, a tough critic. They're not just saying, hey, it's just fucking aliens and moving on with their life. They're actually looking at stuff, checking the frequencies. They're doing the work. I will give them that it's two steps above Oak Island. Oak Island, yeah, just... Same, 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 but they're two, at least two steps above. At least they're doing uh, experiments and stuff. Oak That's Island. the go-to show for the old-timers at the ambulance station. They love oh, Oak dude. Island, and they love Forge and Fire. Forge I, and dude, Fire? Yeah. Oh, I fucking love like Forge. Show. I love Forge and Fire. I love it's a good it. show. Hey, old, old, old dudes love making sharp objects and digging holes. Let's, yep. If you're listening to this, let us know your thoughts and theories on Skinwalker Ranch. You've heard us theorize. We've kind of discussed theories, but we want to hear. We want to know what you guys think. So make sure to uh, shoot us a message on our socials. Uh, let us know what you think. If you, yeah. if we've said something that's awakened something in you, let us know. Right? These theories of everything um, are created by all of us. So. Yeah, we'll make a social media post. We want to hear that shit. Like we should make a post and hear people's theories. I'm curious. Yeah, and if you were, yeah. and, and you. Decide you got a great theory and you want to share it on cosmic channels. We got our Colin show every second and fourth Sunday of the month. Colin with your theories. Love to hear them. All right. And if you're not supporting the show, you want early access, the ad free. Suck it. <laughs> Boom. That's that's the sales pitch. You know? Yeah. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. Get on Patreon. What'd you just spend five bucks on today? It's probably something ridiculous. So something dumb. Something dumb. Spend it on a podcast. Some Spend equally on a dumb, dumb podcast. On us. Yeah. Yeah. A dumb podcast. Spend it on, whatever you're spending on it, spend it on the dumb podcast. Aliantheorist.com yeah. to find the Patreon the Supercast. Easy, easy. This week's new supporters Matthew Cormier, Danny Doyle, Anthony Garcia, Blaine Adamson, John Rodriguez, Blake Stein, Brandon J. Terrorbite. That's a great name. Terrorbite. Mitch. Hey. <laughs> hi. Mitch, hi. Hi. <laughs> Irish Lass. Jay Huer221 went up to the $10 tier. Woo! John Wantland and Warren Trennerly. Thank you very much for supporting the show. And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the skies. See you in after hours.